welcome Beth here. I've got a very special guest. You guys will know him as Rod. Say hi, Rod. Hey guys, it's Rod here. How you guys doing? Rod waved. They can't see you, Rod. So waving doesn't help. I, I said hello. Hello. <laughs> hello. Well, we are super excited to be bringing you this podcast. We have a couple of announcements. The first announcement is we only have two more weeks, two more weeks of this season in a small group. And I don't know about you guys, but I feel like it went by crazy fast. Super fast. So just keep that in mind that we only have two weeks left. Make sure you guys are communicating with your group, what you guys are going to do, what things are going to look like. For our group, we are going to break. And then the second week in December, we're still going to meet and we're going to do like a white elephant. So we're going to do something super fun. So just make sure you guys are planning, doing fun things with your group. And then the second announcement is you guys have the best coaches in the world. I worked really hard to get you guys the cream of the crop and you have them in your coaches. And with that being said, expect a check-in meeting request coming from your small group leader this week so if by friday (laughs) if by friday you don't get an email that your small group coach has wrote you to get an appointment to check in please let me know and i will get on them but they're all wonderful and so i know you will all right that being said rod share with us how's your group going uh, so far, so good. Really good interaction. Really good just building relationships Zoom-wise in my group. So it's, it's still not too bad. A lot of, it was pretty cool because a lot of people were excited to get into group. They were excited to make these connections and to just, you know, start building relationships that we miss so much, you know, during this year. It's, it's just been crazy. So it's been exciting and it's still, uh, you know, great sermons. And so everybody's still involved and still kind of engaging. Yeah, my group's been pretty solid. I love that. I love that. So what is one tip you can give our fellow online small group leaders? What's one tip you have for them? Uh, one tip I have is, is and they might have already tried it. This might have been something that's everybody's already tried. But in our Zoom meeting, we intentionally have meetings that are separate. So Jennifer would take the, the women and I would take the men and we would have separate Zoom meetings. And sometimes we can get a little deeper because the the meetings are uh, much smaller and the guys might feel a little bit more comfortable to share a little bit more with guys. And the same thing with women, they might be able to share or feel like they could share a little more with the women and just the women. We've noticed that we've had a couple of groups together where it was a a quick and quiet kind of night or quiet group. And so even uh, before all the, the forced COVID changes and everything like that, we were doing the same thing and meeting as a split group from the get go. And having a night night just for guys or having a night just for the gals. And it's very helpful and encouraging to the leaders and solid for the group as a whole. I love that. I love that. Well, that's a good idea. If you guys have not tried that, just having a completely split night for small group for online, just a chance to try something different. Uh, You never know what's going to work. And so mixing it up from week to week might be beneficial to try something different. So we're going to jump into the intersect and I want you guys to know that as we write the intersect, we tailor it because we are small group leaders. And so we tailor it to you guys. We go off of your feedback, but we also want to set you guys up for success. And so we kind of try to take you on a journey with each one. 
And so this week, the journey is just going to be all about prayer. This was the centurion just going directly to Jesus, which, you know, we can't see him face to face and go directly to him, but we can go directly to him, not face to face. And so it's about prayer and really encouraging your small group, the people in your small group to pray. And so the very first question is going to set you up of what is your prayer life looks like this week? I don't want you guys to miss this question because that is going to help you determine how the rest of your small group is going to go. Because you might jump into that question and someone will say, what prayer life? I have not prayed one time since last Wednesday when we prayed or last small group when we prayed. So just kind of assessing. It's a question to help you assess where they're at, but also for your small group people to really have a look into what their prayer life looks like. And then the next question, what do you think, Rod? What are some tips that you can give us for that? Well, I like that next question. It's just Steve encourages us to care enough about someone else to take their concern to Christ. And I feel like when you break that down to people, if, if it's kind of quiet in the group, as, as leaders, I think don't be afraid to share a personal story. Don't be afraid to share something that's going on in your life right now, whether it, in my case, it was a coworker that you want to lift up in prayer and a coworker that you'd like to definitely take their concerns to Jesus, whatever the issue may be, a family member, close friend. As leaders, I think we need to be seeking out these people that feel that they, just like in the stories, they feel like they're not worthy to take their issues to Christ. And absolutely they are. You know, Christ even knows what they're going through before they even ask for it. So even if it gets a little quiet in the group, encourage the leaders to just go ahead and even share something that's going through your guys' life right now, where you feel, of course, because emotions are high because it's a very what's what we're going through right now as a country we're very on edge so go ahead and don't be afraid to be bold and share with the group something that's that's hitting you hard uh, as a leader and someone that we're trying to think of to lift up as leaders and to bring their issues to christ Um, and that's a great reminder it's a great reminder that if you ask a question and everybody gets quiet you're like crickets you just start sharing you be vulnerable. You be the first one to step out. I promise you people will see that modeled and they might not follow along the first time, but the more you model vulnerability, the more you'll get that from your group. Absolutely. And then moving on into the passages, passages talking about praying for others. We could have put 45 in there. It was very hard for me to narrow them down. And so for you as a leader, I would just pick maybe one or two of these passages because two of them are really long and I'm sorry, but you know, the Bible is just so good and (laughs) the word of God is so relevant to who we are and I want to incorporate it, but don't feel obligated to go over each one, but just making sure that you're addressing one of them. And so the first one starts off in Matthew five towards the end. And this is where, this is the mouth of Jesus. And he's like, love people but really love them and really love them by praying for them and then he goes into modeling how to pray and it's very clear don't babble don't be like a hypocrite pray like this so if you have new believers in your group this is a passage that i would fully recommend to do because we get jesus's step by step step by step how to pray it's a wonderful wonderful passage for new believers Absolutely. I I like uh, the Galatians, Galatians 6, 2 to 3, how we share each other's troubles and problems. And in this way, we obey the law of Christ. And, you know, of course, there's nothing that's too important to help someone in need. And if you think that it's too important or not, not important enough, 
then you're only fooling yourself. So I just feel like that's, that's one of the things, you know, we were supposed to grieve together. We're supposed to weep together, have joy together. So just one of those things, I, I love that. So just to share each other's troubles and, and to know when someone is up or down, to be right there with them and to know that, you know, remind them that they're not alone, that Christ is right there with us too. And that's the crux of what small groups is, right? That we're bringing each other's burdens to the Lord and that none of us are too important. None of us are too good. None of us are too bad. You're not that important. So don't think of yourself that way, but it's a, it's a great reminder. Ephesians is pretty straightforward. And then Colossians, this is just a good reminder of the many, many different ways you can pray for your brothers and sisters in Christ, as well as just praying for other people. And so we're praying for you, we're giving thanks, and then we want you to have knowledge, we want you to live to please the Lord, we want you to produce fruit, we want you to be strengthened, we want you to have endurance, we want you to have patience, you know, we want you to have joy. So if you're ever wondering, what should I pray for, for Rod? Well, you just pray Colossians 1 through 14, and I feel like Rod will be successful, you know, in the Lord hearing your prayers. And so just sometimes we might think, well, they have a good job. They have a happy life. I don't know what to pray for. And there's always things to pray for other people. And so this is just a great reminder of the importance to continually take our prayers to the Lord. And then finally, question four, question four. Ooh, it hit me hard Sunday at church, just going over that. What's the thing right now? that you need Jesus to just say the word. And I encourage you guys to do this in split time. And then I encourage you to set significant time for prayer to be able to give your group the opportunity to pray for this for themselves, to pray together as a group. I have some things in my life that right now that, man, if Jesus just said the word, I have a niece and nephews that have walked away from the Lord. I can't even think about it without my heart hurting. Mm. And when's the last time? Jesus man, just say the word and let them come back. And then saying it with expectation of, I believe it's going to happen. Byron said something so significant in the message where he said, the disciples have been hanging out with Jesus this whole time. And they expected Jesus to go there, to come, come here, go there, do this, do that. And the centurion did not have a relationship with Jesus, but he knew, he knew the power that he held that it's no, you can just say the word. And I think about that as small group leaders, as we're walking with the Lord right now, every single one of us, are we like the disciples or are we like the centurion? Are we expecting Jesus to have to go and do things and go through X, Y, Z? Or can we just say, Jesus, say the word and we believe that it's going to happen. We're praying for you guys in small groups, just two weeks left. So thank you guys so much, Rod. Amen. Start planning. Yes. Start, start planning what the rest of your season is going to look like. And Rod, you're awesome. Thank you for joining me. No problem. Take care, guys. We're lifting you guys up. Take care. We'll talk to you later.